What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the show. Uh, real quick before we get into it, I uh, just want to say that the new All I Need Hobo Series decks just came in. Um, well, they came in right before the New England Amp, and they were sitting in boxes in, in the warehouse, my warehouse space, and uh, I was itching to get at them, but uh, the New England Amp came up fast, and that was insane. It was uh, intense. <laughs> A lot of skating. Two days of epicness. Um, there's so many good shredders, man. It's ridiculous. It'd be sick to do, do. It would be sick to do a New England pro one day. There's so many good skaters, man. I feel like it could happen. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It went better. It went smoother. I had help. We were a little bit. We planned ahead a little more this time, so everything felt like way more professional and intense. It was such an epic show. Uh, and then when that was over, I came back and I finally got to unboxing the boards, and uh, I was so hyped. They came out amazing. Peter James Glenn killed it on the artwork. Chapman killed it on the production. And uh, these things are going to be going out to Eastern Skate Supply shortly. So if there's any shops out there that want to support all I need, um, you'll be able to get them through Eastern. Or you could hit us up direct direct at allineedskate at hotmail.com. Um, yeah, and if you don't live near a skate shop that carries our boards or you don't live near a skate shop at all But you still want to cop one you can check them all out at all I need skate.com We got some we're getting low on the old graphics. We got a couple uh seafood vengeance each and same there's a couple rise decks and uh Maybe a wartime or two so we still have some of those and but they're low they're going quick and then we got the new series and um, Yeah, and the cool thing is if you cop something from the online store a uh, portion of that goes into directly supporting this podcast. Um, so it's listener-funded, which is cool. And that way we can keep it uncensored and talk about whatever and not have to worry about upsetting sponsors and uh, get as weird as we want. So, And uh, to everyone out there that has copped something from the store and supported the podcast, you guys are fucking epic, and I appreciate it. It helps um, make this all happen. Uh, yeah, thank you. And yeah, the podcast today... Our objective was to have an open, honest conversation about drugs. So I reached out to All I Need Pro and my best friend, Corey Goonan, because I knew he had had issues with drug abuse in the past. And we hadn't really talked. We talked about it a little bit when we were out in the middle of trips and like had nothing to do but skate and kind of open up and meet each other a little better. We talked about it, but I never really got a really grill him you know and tonight i really held him to the fire and we talked about it and he uh we we have interesting perspectives you know he comes from one angle and i come from an angle of my mom abusing it and i had to deal with some of the repercussions of that so i don't know at the very least i hope we we're able to um have the open um open honest conversation that we were trying to have and if it affected you or helped you or if you want to chime in on any of it and any feedback would be fucking amazing because uh it's not easy to have these conversations but i felt like it was a cool thing to do and that um i'm glad we did it i'm very proud of this so yeah thank you guys for everything let's get it i just love the skating and the scene Rain, rain, go away. All I need is a skateboard today. today. This is the Shetler Show featuring professional skateboarder, podcaster, and All I Need Skate founder, Anthony Shetler.
So everyone was, it was hot. Everyone was doing it. Yeah, they're looking for their dad's fucking metal skaters in the garage. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Get on this thing. <laughs> Each episode brings you amazing discussions with interesting people from all walks of life. Kind of when skateboarding clicked for me and you learn some tricks or whatever and you get that appreciation from your peers, you know? The other skaters are like, holy shit, like, yeah, dude, that's rad. Admiration. Yeah, yeah the admiration or the, the affirmation. Real, recognize real. If I didn't experience those crazy moments in my life, then these great moments would never be as great as they have been. Honestly, like, for me, I just loved it. Like, I saw those dudes, I saw those videos, and I was like, holy fuck, this is sick. Yeah. This is what I want to do. I think we're good. That's it? Yeah. No. Crazy, right? Yeah. I wanted to start at the contest. What was your take of it? Because uh, we haven't really talked much about it. Yeah. How many, at first, how many have you been to? Uh, all of them. From the beginning, you went to all of them? Yeah. Nice. Okay. Yeah, in the first one. That's right. And then... Who'd you skate for? Solstice. Solstice, that's right. Makes sense. Damn, have you, that's the only one you skated? Yeah. Nice. So what'd you think of this year? It was awesome. Yeah? Yeah, like the, especially the little kids, like, I don't know where they came from or who they are, but they're unbelievably good. It's fucked up. Yeah, it's crazy. 14 and under, particularly? Yeah. Yeah. They were 15 and over, too. Like, I don't know, just the kids that from, like, 11 to, like, 15, that age range was, like, outrageous. There was a couple of them that were fucking nose blunt in the nine foot back Every to back. Every time. Yeah. Fucked up. Yeah. Can you imagine that? No, and I love nose blunts. I've never <laughs> fucking nose blunted that thing. It's so scary. All right. It's like thin, too. It's weird. I don't know how... The other thing is, like, I don't know how they look like they've been skating for, like, 20 years. I know. When they're 11 years old. Doesn't like, make sense. No, they have, like, good, solid style. It's not like... I don't get it, dude. That was the thing back in the day. It was like, you'd see little kids skating, and you could tell they are little kids. Yeah. But now, even if they're condensed and still really small... Like, Asher Bradshaw was a prime example of that. Yep. He, like, hasn't hit puberty yet. Yeah. And, like, not an insult or anything. He's just literally, like, 11 years yeah, old. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, he literally skates like a little man. Yeah. It's fucked up. How is that even possible? I don't know. Like, the confidence and, like, power. Like, it, it's weird to see, like, an 11-year-old kid look powerful on a skateboard. Yeah. Like, kind of. I don't get it. Maybe it's just, like, um... It's sick, though. Maybe it's just, like, the the collective of skateboarding has gotten to that point that now the new crop is just, like, taking in so much information so much quicker. Yeah, I think that, yeah. And that they, like, are just 10,000-hour rules and over. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. It's, like, when I was a kid, I didn't ever consider, when I first started skating, I never considered, like, style. Yeah. You know? It was just, like, it was just skating and you wanted to learn tricks and stuff, but I feel like style is, like... I mean, it's always been a factor, but I don't know. When you started skating, it was like, did you it think about your style no, at all? No, no, no. I feel like kids like start. You're more focused on learning it, right? Yeah, you just yeah. want to learn how to do a kickflip or whatever. But yeah. like, I feel like style is like more important now, maybe. Or yeah. Like it's, I don't know. I agree. When I was first learning, I was like, you quickly start to focus on style though. Because when you land one kickflip, you're like, well, I want to do that again. And I want to make it a little better. Yeah, yeah. A little better. And then you do like 
for hours, and then you start to land, like, five a day. Right. And then you're like, all right, then you slow down, and you're like, all right, even if I get two good ones, I don't need five. And then... But yeah, nowadays, it's, like, almost just... People are just so fucking good. Just sick. Like, Weller. You saw Weller, 360 off that wall. Off the wall, Rod. In the video we were watching earlier, where he's trying to air up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was fucked up, right? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. That's like hybrid skating. That's like parkour and skateboarding. He literally launched off a fly box, caught his board, ran on the wall, and tried to 360, like, melon grab and put uh, it back into the transition. Not even the easy way. No, not at all. The hard way. I know, and he almost fucking had it. How'd you feel about, like, um, did you go outside? Did you see the parking lot pimping out there? The continuing uh, the name? Not too much. I wasn't there, like, I was pretty much just there from, like, I didn't hang around, like, after, you know? Yeah. I don't know if it got crazy after. Well, it was kind of the whole day. It was, like, it didn't get, it did get a little crazy towards the end. I just hung out in the parking lot and picked up fireball nips. Like, uh, yeah. kept, I had my cruiser ball board, and I was just skating, because I had been judging and organizing all day, and then I went out there, and there's, like, 20 dudes out there just partying, basically, yeah. you know? Which I wasn't mad at. I was like, whatever. But I was like, you guys have no idea. This was the best day ever, but let's not fucking ruin it. Because if the cops come and all these nips and cigarette packs are on the ground and, like, they're going to fucking... Now you're going to get in trouble. But if it... We, I just picked them up while they're all arguing with each other. Because yeah. I was like, if the cops come, at least if I pick these up, they're just fucking drunk people. Right, yeah. There's not all this alcohol all on the scene, road yeah. and, like... So... But... but but they were all really. We got out good. No, and then we went to IHOP. Yeah. Like no drama. Every cleaned IHOP up. After? Yeah, solid <laughs> IHOP sesh. Joe Sway, Jeff, Kevin. It was a pretty heavy yeah. IHOP sesh. You, you look like a guy who enjoys an IHOP. I mean, <laughs> I love breakfast. IHOP's but, not wouldn't be my first choice. Where would you go for breakfast? Just like a not like a chain. Nice. Yeah. Like, um, we have an off-Broadway diner up here. It's pretty go. sick. Yeah. But anyways, throughout the day, there were dudes, like, skating barrels in the street and, like, hanging out. Yeah. Like, i just go out. I would judge or, like, MC or whatever and then go outside and there would just be a fucking session outside. You know what would be sick? It was sick. Like, uh, you could get, like, everyone to park in that back lot the next time. Yeah. Or wherever else and you could have like tent, tent set up out yeah, there yeah. and shit where everyone's parked against the building. Yeah, we were talking about like that. food or whatever. We like, should get a food truck too. It'd be sick. Yeah. Food truck with tents and then put some skate obstacles out there that aren't skate obstacles. Yeah. But like, because yeah. people are dragging barrels out. No, as long as nothing bad happens, as long as you're not breaking anything mm-hmm. and like if the cops roll by, just fucking act chill. Yeah. Why not, right? Inside and out. Yeah, that would be sick. Ramsey was talking about he wants to be like the organizer of the outside. Like yeah, he's like he's perfect at that. Yeah. yeah. He's already got plans, so Dude, <laughs> next year's gonna be wild. <laughs> I was telling Carol and Dave, I was like, Look, people are gonna at any gathering where you get like hundreds of people, you're gonna fucking have some antics. Oh, yeah. But we have to outsmart those antics. Like just be prepared, you know, like give out Yeah, they don't or like they don't um <laughs> <laughs> overshadow like the event or anything you know yeah it's, it's just like a small little part of it well last year we had a fucking fight um at the new england am did i tell you about this yeah, I don't, I don't at the end of the year at the end of the contest we did a product toss uh-huh. and we threw out so much shit it was so cool hooking people up you know and a lot of the dudes that skated in the contest that didn't qualify or whatever they were there catching free shit and they put on a hell of a show so I was like I'm glad you know like they skated I'm glad they left with something yeah. we threw out a fucking board and two dudes two dudes are wrestling and started 
fucking hitting each other over a board. Dudes, like, grown? Yeah, like, 25-year-old men. Jesus Christ. I'm like, dude, you could just buy a board instead of fight someone. Like, just fucking let someone have it, you know what I yeah. mean? So I, I, at the end of the contest last year, the whole year, the whole contest was sick. Two days, everything went smooth, like, so many sick people. Then at the very end, I had to argue with this kid in the shop. I was just like... Dude, like, he was trying to act like he got disrespected. I'm like, you're fighting at a skateboard competition over a deck. Yeah. Like, it's a pride toss. Like, that, like, put a sour taste on it, you know? Yeah, it's a But, this year, yeah, none of that. And this year, you know what? Like, we didn't do the pride toss because, um, did you see little, um, uh, Phoenix Sinnerton out there? Little Australian blonde-haired yeah, kid? Yeah. Super little fucking crushes. Yeah. He came up to me throughout the summer and was like, Shetla, because he calls me by my last name, yeah. which I think is sick, because he says it with an Australian accent. Yeah, yeah Shetla, are you going to do a product toss? And I was like, yeah, dude, if you want. And he looks at me dead in the eyes. He goes, he goes no, not really. <laughs> I was like, dude, this kid's like eight years old, and he doesn't want a product toss? That's what the sick. fuck's going say on? Why? Yeah, he goes, I go, yeah, what's going on, Phoenix? He goes, well, last year, like, those guys fought, and, like, I almost got knocked over and like Whoa. I can't do a good Australian accent. That was pretty good. What you yeah, think? Yeah, I think it was pretty good. I thought it was bullshit. But no, thank yeah, you. Me going. Yeah, and he was, and I would look at Phoenix. I was like, dude, you're smarter than all of us. Yeah, I'm not doing it. That's sick. Because yeah. I, I remember the fight happening. I remember it being like making me frustrated about it, but like. I didn't think for a second to not do it again. Because right, yeah. I didn't think about how it affected, like, little Phoenix who's right. out there. Like, he's just a little kid trying to shred. And it's sick, too, because he's just, like, he's a little kid and you'd think he just want free stuff. But he's like, yeah. no, like, that, it's not worth that. Well, he's the yeah. dude that would actually win some stuff. He'd earn it. Because he's right, good, yeah, you know? Like, he's yeah. probably not thinking free shit because he's in the contest killing it, you True, know? He's, like, yeah. applying himself. But, yeah, so... I was like, you're at, you're absolutely right, Phoenix. So this year we didn't do the product toss, but what we did was in the best trick, which you were right. helping give out everything. Corey helped judge the New England Am, me, Brandon, Westgate, Donnie Barley, Mike, even Mike was helping in with that. that I'm fucking thank you. Oh yeah. Yeah, dudes killed it. That's like not an easy job, and I'm hyped that you were like down to handle it. It was cool. It was, uh, it was like weird at first, cause like, I don't know, we were all, like, none of us were really communicating with each other. Like, to, we were just, like, writing down our scores. And, yeah. And, like... In the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, we didn't know how it was going to shake out, but I think it worked out. Like, I think everyone who got, like, everyone got what they deserved. Yeah. That's kind of how the judging system was set up. It was, like, we have these loosely based categories, like, style, consistency, yeah. like, shit like that. And uh, gnarliness and, like, some cool stuff, you know, Stuff like that. And then you had a point system, so you could circle what you thought they had. And at the end, we added it up. But then we had five judges, so then we'd all talk about it. Right. Even Mike, that's organizing and doing all the registration, he would come up sometimes and be like, oh, these are so close, like, let's figure this out, you know? Right. So we kind of covered all the bases, I think. Yeah. For the most part. I feel like that was the, it ran the smoothest this year. That's good. Yeah, it's a good feeling. Um... Yeah, so New England Am's done. Awesome. Fourth one down. Hyped for next year already. We gotta start planning. Um, so talking about drugs, cause I, I like to talk, I like to talk about this a lot. I preach and talk a lot and I'm fucking pe I annoy the fuck out of people, I'm sure. But I'm always curious when someone brings up drugs. Don't listen to him. <laughs> Don't listen to him. When people bring up drugs, cause I mean, everybody's on a drug. Who's not on a drug? Like sugar's a drug. Yeah. Instagram's might as well be a drug, right? Yeah. You get, apparently you get, like, some chemical 
hit when you go on social media. Like a do- yeah, of course. Dopamine yeah. or something. Yeah. That's why people check it a million times, including myself. I had to put that fucking thing away. Um, and I have a unique situation with my family and my mom and dealing with drugs. And I even did some, like, I didn't really do, like, heavy drugs. But, like, drinking, for sure, for a couple years, I was just drinking and being self-destructive. Yeah. I Like, Ryan Toole, I almost, like, killed him. We were driving a golf oh, cart man. and shit. Fucking crashed, and we were having drinks. That was so shitty. That was probably when I did stop drinking. Yeah. Because of, like, an accident. Like, Ryan had to get surgery because of that. Yeah, I remember hearing... That was, I didn't even know you then, but I heard about it. Yeah, we were just dicking around. We had a golf cart, and I just, like, cut the wheel too fast. But I, for sure, it was, like... I had beers in me, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I probably wouldn't have cut it that fast if I wasn't drinking, you know? Yeah. I felt so bad. I mean, Ryan was totally fine. Like, he got everything squared away, and, like, he, like, told me he forgave me and stuff. But I was like, oh, that was, like, a fucking eye-awakening event. And I was, yeah. like, at that point, I was, like, drugs, like, alcohol, which is one of the gnarliest drugs. Yeah, man. Right? Yeah. That one, I was like, I need to, like, not do this for a while. Yeah. That's probably the worst one I've abused. That and sugar. Sugar's a big one. But I have an insight because my mom dealt with drugs most of my life, and I have a different angle because I had to deal with her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Your experience is a little different with drugs. Yeah. I wanted to start at the beginning. Like, how did you get into what you were doing? Like, how did it, what led up to it? Like, why did you end up doing harder drugs? Um... Cause yeah, I haven't thought about that in a long time. Yeah. Um, That's what I... All day today, I was like, what's the question I can ask? I think initially to feel... Just to feel different. Yeah. Like, just to feel anything other than what you feel like day to day. Like mundaneness? Yeah. Like yeah, boredom? break that up. And then, like, you know, whatever bullshit teenage angst you go through. Like, that's when I started, like... It's bullshit, but it's real. Because we yeah, all I mean, go through real, growing it's pains. Real at the time, so. Yeah, yeah, you've... Some people don't survive those bullshit teen things. Like, yeah. They get wrapped up and they become like adults that can't function because of them. Yeah. So it's definitely something heavy. But that was, <laughs> that was pretty much like, yeah, just, and that's even still, like if I choose to do drugs now, like not drugs, like hard drugs, but it's always just to feel different like, Yeah. for a little bit or whatever. Yeah. You know? I don't think there's anything wrong with that, like. Well, I smoke weed. If you can manage it and that's the, you know, the goal, I don't really see anything bad. Yeah. Well, for me, like, weed, I use it as, like, an enhancement. Like, if I'm going to do something like edit, I know if I smoke a little weed and edit, it's just going to make it more fun. I don't know why. Just because I'll be more into it or whatever. and It won't feel like work. It's like, oh, I'm smoking some weed, I'm editing footage, I'm reliving these moments. It's, like, sick to be there again. Yeah. But even that in moderation. Is yeah, like I mean, they can, they can help, too. Yeah. You know, they can... But it's just, it can be a slippery slope. Yeah. Where'd you... How did you, like... Well, let's get it out of the way. What's the sketchiest drug you've done? Um... As I smoke weed. I never really did, like... I never, like, shot heroin. I never, like, smoked crack. I never got... And I think those might be the two that I never fucked with. Those are two gnarly ones. Yeah, like, I never got that far. Because shooting it involves needles, and that's, like, hairy as well. And then smoking crack, you see people without teeth, and they're usually not... I mean, they're all sketchy, like... Combining them gets sketchy. Yeah. Like, I've, I've had times where it was, like, you do this, and then you do that, and then you're sitting there, like, fuck. Yeah. Like, I don't know if I'm gonna be okay. Yeah. And you just have to, like, ride it out like that. 
I never did like really sketchy drugs, but I had sketchy experiences with drugs, you know. Yeah. Yeah, it's a slippery slope, dude. I I've uh I've never done coke cuz that one just seemed unmanageable, but I know a lot of people do it. Like that one has a lot of taboo, but I know there's like functioning cokeheads that do that. Yeah. Like the economy I think runs on some of them. <laughs> but yeah, it seems well, like it could get hairy. Yeah, it depends on the person, I guess. Yeah. You know? Like I can't do if I do something like once and like it, I'm just I'm gonna want to do it again like right away. Yeah. Like I I have to be like all or nothing with that shit. Yeah. So like I look at people like that who can just like take it or leave it, and I'm like in awe of those people. Yeah. Like, I don't know how. I don't know how you do that, but yeah. So it's person to person. I guess. How, I guess a good question would be: How do you realize you had a problem with it with the drugs, like with whatever drug you couldn't manage? Well, at first, like. I did, I did drugs for, like, a long time without ever thinking it was, like, a problem. I would just, like, do them yeah. so- socially, I guess, and sometimes not socially, like, sometimes whatever. Do you ever do pills? Yeah, that's, like, that was the big one. Like, that's when I realized I had a problem. I did no, no dose once. I took, like, 16 and everything. It was like this. No dose? Yeah. Oh I'll never God. do it again. I did it once because some, like, I was young and people were doing it. Like, do the no dose. like, the thing. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, okay, I guess, because I was always scared of drugs. Super scared of drugs because yeah. my family. Yeah, me too. But pills is, like, a weird one because it's not exactly, like, it's not, like, a heroin or a crack. It's not as obvious because doctors give you that shit. Yeah, well, it's, it's like, it's fucked up. It's kind of worse than heroin. Like, the pills that... When I, like, finally realized I had a problem, like, I had to get help, it was, uh, Oxycontin. Yeah, that's a gnarly one people get hooked on. I hear a lot about that. Synthetic heroin, basically. Yeah. Like, it's, it's way harder to kick because it's synthetic. Or, I don't know if it's way harder, but I've heard that, um... And it's given out by doctors. Like, yeah, people a, get yeah, subscribed a, to it. painkiller. Yeah. Gnarly. It's... So, how did, what was the moment that made you realize? I couldn't go... Well, f- dude, first of all, those pills, the ones that were, like, getting everyone hooked, they're these 80-milligram pills, and they cost $80 for one pill. Like, street value. Really? Yeah. How so do you... How does... You, you have to get, steal, you, huh? <laughs> That's how that it, happens. It comes to that, or why there's a fucking heroin epidemic, because it gets too expensive... Heroin's the cheaper alternative. Ah, uh, and that's so, going on right now in Massachusetts. Yeah, like an issue. Per- Percocet, Vicodin, like Oxycontin, any of those like opioid painkillers. Yeah. You get hooked on those, they become unavailable. Like, your doctor won't write your script anymore, or they get too expensive buying them on the street, and heroin's dirt cheap and available everywhere. Yeah. So. That makes sense. Yeah. Fucking gnarly. Yeah. Yeah, I always wonder about this shit. Because my mom, and my, my mom dealt with drugs her whole life. She did them, and she was from this area, and it fucked her up, you know? Like, for most of my life, my mom was fucked up on heavy drugs. Yeah. Like, and I watched her deteriorate because of it, and uh, I always heard, you always hear in this area, particularly, people deal with, like, heroin abuse. Like, some of my cousins had issues with that and trying to battle it, you know? Like, yeah. my uncles and stuff struggle with that stuff. It's something about this particular area that it happens, you know? It's not just... I mean, it is in this area, but it's it's all over the country now. It's, yeah. It's insane, dude. I can't remember... I think there's, like, a television show coming to Netflix or something that focuses on, like, one particular city. I, 
I don't want to say the wrong name, but it's <laughs> Wyoming or <laughs> Cheyenne, <laughs> New York. It's somewhere, it's somewhere like around here, like somewhere. I think it's on the East Coast. Oh, Big Pharma loves addiction. That's true. Exactly. That was you're talking about pills, yeah. Because yeah. that's and who knows? I mean, uh, there's like all sorts of people who think it's like a. It was planned, you know what I mean, like by pharmaceutical companies to get people addicted to heroin. I don't, I don't know. Whether it's planned or not, they legalized it and were able to make profit off of it. Yeah, I mean, they... <laughs> Without very lo- very loose regulations. They're not, they're not stupid, so they knew where it would... They knew how addictive they were, and they knew where it would go. Like, what... I don't know. That's, that's it, shitty to think about. I got a hard question. We're going to go deeper on the <laughs> shitty questions. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever do anything fucked up to someone that you had to make amends for? Like, something that you're just like, this isn't me. Like, you fucked and blew it. Like while on while on something, um, yeah, but uh, this is a fucked up one. Sorry, <laughs> no, <laughs> sorry. I've told people this. Yeah, I don't fucking care. So the object, the objective for today is a raw and honest, open conversation about drugs. Yeah, I mean it's not. I don't know. I'll just tell it. So when yeah. I was like, uh shit, 16 maybe, like living at home in high school or whatever. Yeah. Um, Family life is okay? Or it's broken. It's whatever. Partial yeah. at the yeah. time. Yeah. But, uh, a lot of people go through shit. <laughs> my mom had these, like, whatever, some sort of, like, um, some sort of pain pill for, she said, like, kind of, like, uh, almost, it's like MS, but it's not MS. It's like, yeah. Like, whatever, but she used to take this prescription, like, this painkiller, and I would, like, Every now and then, I'd just, like, go and take one or whatever, never noticeable, whatever. We did that with weed all early on. We'd steal from my friend's dad, just a little yeah. bit of bud, yeah. Yeah. But then she started, like, catching on to it. I don't know why I'm, like, smiling. Because <laughs> you recognize... Because I'm already so, stealing for it. <laughs> so, but she just started to, like, notice after a while, I think, and, like, confronted me about it. <clears throat> and, like, so I didn't do it for a while, and I was like, fuck, like, but I want... Like, I want do these pills or whatever, so I fucking, I came home from school one day, and, uh, I had this idea, I was like, I'm gonna fake a break-in. Horrible idea already, I'm but f- go ahead. I'm fake a, a break-in to my house, <laughs> and I'm gonna take the pills, and when I, dude, it's so fucked up. Keep going, though, I'm interested. No, so I did, I took, I took the pills, that's the only thing I took. Yeah. Is I just took the bottle and like whatever, put it in my room. <clears throat> you and, faked uh, the break in though. What did you? But what I, all I did was uh, I called. I think I called my dad and I was like, "Hey, did you leave the door open?" Like, uh. Something like that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he was like, "No." And I was like, "Well, yeah." Like I don't know. I called my mom. Like, "Did you leave the door?" I'm like, yeah. No one leave the door open. Like I think someone broke in the house. That's and, pretty like, subtle, but may work. It's fucked up, right? Yeah. That's why I was like hesitant to tell it because it's like it. It almost. Like, bums me out that I thought of that. You know? Yeah, but it's good to know that you could be a monster. Uh, someone, if you don't know you could be a monster, you're gonna get away with shit being ignorant. Like, people don't know they're, like, gonna be shitty parents, and then you see them and they're shitty parents and they're not even aware. It's good to yeah, be able yeah, to be no, aware that you're a monster so up. you can restrain your inner yeah, monster. Yeah. I have monsters too. Like, you have feeling like sometimes you're, like, having such a bad day and you just wanna punch a hole in the wall. But look, then, that's reckless. then the other, like, another time, <laughs> I forgot to pay my drug dealer. Yeah. $80. I, had, I found it in my pocket the next day. Like, I just forgot. I told him. And 
brought it back to him. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> Good guy. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't Maybe. know. Maybe. I don't know if that evens it out or... I don't know what that's But I think it's important to know that each individual out there, you know, because we're all, we're all made up of the same stuff. We're all human, so, like, we have the capacity to do fucked up shit. It's just being aware of it and then building restraint around it and understand not to, you know? That's like what... Dude, that was one of those things where, like, that happened when I was 16, so it happened um, 12 years ago, and I never thought I would even speak that story out loud. You know what I mean? Uh, <laughs> so no, I've I've told it yeah. since I've told it before this to like people or whatever. But um I don't know, I think like just talking about it is like just saying it out loud is like I don't know, it makes it a little less fucked up. Yeah. Well, cuz otherwise it's just in your head and you're you're obviously yeah. your harshest critic. So it's like you're just going to hate yourself for it. But if you at least say it out, you're, like, only human. Like, people make mistakes, you know? Yeah. Like, I'm sure there's other people that have done... I'm sure I've done something fucked up that I just can't think about right now. I did steal a Mountain Dew once. That was, like, I felt bad. But, like, just fight it because it was a grocery store. I'm like, they're huge. It's a big, some huge thing. And then they yeah. caught me. Like, they they chased me out of the store, and I threw it. Dude, you know what's funny? I don't think, Didn't even drink it. I don't think my dad knows that. That I did that. I think my mom knows. Well, I'm sending him this. But, dude, sure. he's, like, before it was pretty, like, chill with the locks around the house and the doors and stuff. Yeah. But ever since, like, shit is locked every time. Like, he doesn't even know it's your fault. No, man. I don't think he does. Ah. That's fucked up. Ripple effects. That's good, though. That doesn't seem that bad. Compared to, like, what my mom had done. My mom's, like, punched me in the face while, like, glassy-eyed. Yeah, no, like... like freaking it, out and, like... I, I never... I wasn't, like, uh... It didn't take me very long to realize I had a problem, yeah. and, like, I got clean. Like, I went to rehab, and... By yourself? Yeah. Really? Yeah. How does... What was there... Was that the turning point when no, you did the, that? No, I was 16 when I did that. When I got clean, when I went to rehab, I was 18. So two years later, you're in rehab. Yeah. What was the... Was there something that you're just like, I... What What shot that off? Like, Because most people have to be forced into rehab, I imagine. I... Well, I got in my car one day after, like, so I was doing, like, pills, pain pills and coke, and I got in my car one day. Pretty good combination. Could probably be fun at some point. Well, the idea was, like, <laughs> the idea was, um, shit, let me think. I gotta think about this for a minute. So you do, <coughs> you do the coke, and then... You do the pill, and by the time the coke wore off, because it's like coming down from coke is the worst thing ever. Okay. So when you came down from the coke, you kind of landed on the pill instead of just crashing to makes the sense. floor. Yeah, that makes so sense. So that like a lot of people ended up doing that like combination of drugs. Yeah. But anyway, um, I got in my car one day to like whatever I was going somewhere, and after doing a bunch of coke, and I looked in the rearview mirror, and like my nose was just bleeding, and I was like. It just, like, flipped a switch. I was like, fuck this. Yeah, you're in that situation that you've probably seen in a movie. And yeah, it was just, character. like, it was pathetic. I yeah. was like, what the, I don't know. It just, that was it. I went home. I told my parents they had no idea I was, like, doing drugs or anything. But really? Yeah. Did you have to keep, well, I mean, you stole from them. So did you have to, like, lie <laughs> to You must have had to lie then. To keep up your charade? Like, were you missing at times? Like No, I mean, I, you're I, I had a full-time job. Nice. I went to work, and I mean, when I got out of work, I went and did drugs, but yeah. I went back to work the next day. But uh, Where was skating during this? It was gone. 
Oh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you know you have a problem. That's when you know you have a problem. For sure, right? Skating first. Dude, if I didn't, like, it's so corny and so many people have said it, but, like... Say it. I love those cliches. No, when I was was in rehab, I was, like, the only thing, like, if I didn't have skating to look forward to after getting out, like, dude, I don't know what would have happened, but, like, when I got out, I went and bought a new board that day and just, like, that was 10 years ago. Yeah, I was when did I meet you? Because I met you. You, you, were very you met me focused. shortly after that. You were very focused on skating when we met. Yeah, it was the only like, dude. I didn't talk to like, I didn't talk to girls. I didn't drink. Like, I didn't smoke weed. I started smoking cigarettes in rehab. Believe it or not. <laughs> sure, yeah, sir. But you know how I feel about them. No, I'm just saying. Yeah, no, it's like <laughs> I wasn't doing anything but skating. That's it. Yeah, like, I just dove dove back into that. But you started smoking in rehab. Yeah. That's such a bad drug. Yeah. <laughs> such a gnarly drug. It's all people And that makes there. sense, yeah. yeah. Fucked up. It's like substitute. Non-caffeinated or decaf coffee and cigarettes. The cigarette one's tough because it's, it can set in later on, it's you know? Awful. Like the accumulative effect of that one. It's, it's so like bad. you get to 40 and you're like, now I'm replacing my lung when you're past your teenage retardedness and angst, you know? And you're like yeah. 40 and you're like, I picked this habit up when I was 15 and now I have this hospital bill and like a lung yeah. or, you're, you know, like shit like that. Self-imposed that people I never thought of. When you're young, you don't think of like getting old. How strange is that? Yeah, it's true. Right? You just, yeah. You're more just self-destructive when you're young because you're just like everything's new and like one thing can set you off and like yeah. you're trying to manage your emotions and your thoughts and figure out who you are. So it's like you can fucking go off the deep end apparently like some yeah. of us did, you know? Like yeah. being young is not easy. People like to act like they have it easy and maybe even – maybe some people do. But just trying to develop as a human and yeah. figure out who you are. Even if you have all the money in the world, Deal it's even harder. It's, like, yeah. you don't, it's harder to see that things are going to pass because you have so little time behind you. Yeah. You know, yeah as you get older, this, I think. Yeah. yeah, you have more time behind you. So I think that has a lot to do with it. Like, yeah, because once, once you make some history of your life and you can look back and reflect on it, then it's like you have something to grasp yeah. at and understand and be like, this is where I came, this is where I am. But when you're young, you don't, you're just out there fucking swinging at walls. Yeah. I yeah. was. Reckless. Yeah. <laughs> I got to the point in my life, like, my mom was so fucked up and, like, I was always super, like, optimistic as a child because I felt like I needed to be. I just felt like, you know, you have to be. Like, someone has to, like, see the positive, you know? Yeah. Like, I feel like you could have gone one way or the other. Yeah, like, I felt the tide going, yeah. yeah. Like, I wanted to go that way. Yeah, I don't know how you fucking made it out of that shit. Because that way, like, would, I knew a lot of people that went that way, where it was, like, hate and anger and fucking gnarliness. Yeah. And they would hang out together and do drugs together, and I would just watch them, and I'm like, you guys are just, like, suffering together. Yeah. The only reason I could see that was because I still had skating. I had, like, something that was outside that group. Right. But if I didn't have that, I would have been in that group. Because yeah. we were all just talking about pain and drinking, and, and they were doing pills and, like, even smoking weed and stuff, which, to me, I smoke weed now. I think the secret is to figure out what drugs you can manage or yeah. which ones are good, you know? Like, because everyone's on a drug. Like, sugar is one of the drugs that I have to manage. Yeah. You know, like, people it's die. It's good to feel different. Yeah. You know, every yeah. now and then. Like, there's a... Uh psychology um like it's called like altered states of consciousness or something like 
Shit, I'm just, I'm I'm sure I was, was going to start talking about something I didn't really know anything about. <laughs> nice. Uh, yeah, like feeling, wanting to feel different is normal, and I think it's good for you. Like, yeah. good for your mind, you know, to, for your balance. I agree, because, like, the, the reason why weed helps me now is, like, because you, when sometimes you, like, are stuck in doing the same patterns, and you can't get outside of these patterns, like, the inertia of life carries you away, because you have responsibility and things to do, and that becomes you, because that's all you do and think about, so to break those patterns, that's why people get super fucked up, because they're probably working all week, they're probably not living the life they want, yeah. and they need to, like, express that they're unhappy, or, or at least Just try to have fun. Forget about it for a yeah. little bit. Or, yeah. So they get super fucked up. Like, my mom always got super fucked up because she was in a sinking boat, and she couldn't help herself, and she had a bunch of kids, and things were getting worse, and yeah. she didn't know how to, like, even save herself. So she would just keep... She would do drugs to hurt herself, to have hospitals take her in, give us housing. Like, right. she used that as a way to, like, survive, almost. It became her surviving mechanism. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's, I mean... If that's the only, your only option, you know, if you're like. It wasn't though. It was just like. I mean, if she didn't have the tools or the resources yeah, to, to, to get the right it. kind of help. Yeah. For what she needed, like for her mind, you yeah. know, if that's what was torturing her, then what she did was the best thing she could have done. Yeah. And under those circumstances. She was self-medicating, too, because she blew her ankle out and had all these screws and plates. She had really bad arthritis, which I can relate to now because I can feel my my mom used to always talk about her arthritis and how painful it is. And I didn't believe her because she did so many drugs. Yeah. And it was probably a little bit of both. She had arthritis and it hurt her. But honestly, she was feeling the hurt more than the positive because she was doing drugs and focusing on all the negative. You know, like yeah. when, you're, when she was constantly running away from problems, everything's falling apart. You know, she could never just sober up and like focus on something positive even if it was one step outside that didn't hurt you know right so she was always whining about arthritis so that fucked me up because like i'd come home and she'd be like oh, oh, oh and i'm like what what and then she'd like throughout the whole day like i just hear that all fucking day and i'm like stop it like either it's that bad like i couldn't understand it it just fucked with my psychology so much yeah. so my poor lady has had to deal with me like when she's like oh, oh and i'm like i'm like uh, I don't yeah. always believe her, you know, right. but it's like I should because she hasn't yeah. abused it. But it's just ingrained in me from my mother. Fuck dude, that's up. funny. That makes a lot of sense, actually. Does it? Cause, yeah, cause, <laughs> dude, we'll be out. Yeah, no, we'll be out skating sometimes, and someone will eat shit like really hard, yeah. and you'll just be like, "You're fine." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're good, dude. The day when I hurt my back, when I like tore that thing in my back, you're like, "Yeah, like you probably just have to walk it off." <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, sorry. That's exactly why, though. Because I'm used to someone always being in pain and yeah, never... No, like no, it totally makes sense. Dude. So I'm like... And I've, I tore my ACL when I was 16, and I just walked it off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still don't have an wow. ACL on my left knee. Yeah. We just got to know each other. Shit got real on the Shetler show God right damn, here. Damn, <laughs> That's why... Good. This is why we did this tonight. <laughs> wow. No peace falls into place. Sorry. No, no. I, I mean, it, it's always, it's usually, like, good advice, because the worst thing you want to do when you get hurt is, like, sit there and, like, think about how bad it is. Yeah. You know, if you can, like... Because you'll paralyze yourself. If you can convince you know. yourself you're okay, even if you're not, you know, you're going to be better off. You'll be able to get to the hospital. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, my mom had a bunch of stuff that her drug abuse 
put on me. And I was like a little kid, and I'm like, I was like just trying to get through school and puberty and like losing my father. And then her issues were like pushed onto me and my siblings, you know, because we're trying, she was like not a good mother, you know? Yeah. She came around. I love my mother. She was great in her moments. Like, she cooked great meals. I loved that my mom cooked for me. Yeah. And, uh, you know, she just had a hard time getting over her own shit. She had, like, she was molested from her father. She had abusive relationship after abusive relationship. Yeah. Drugs through five different children with three different men. And, like, she was sinking her whole life. Like, even my father was in a gang. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, those two people together, like, made, you know, five... My father had five kids with two women, I believe. So, they like, combined, they oh, okay. had so many kids with too many people. It's like, and the, like the, the wrong side of the tracks, Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah, shit was fucked up, man. But I learned a lot about addicts, and I learned a lot about how to, like... um not fall for that or at least yeah. how to manage the own drugs in my life it at least scared me enough to be like okay i can't i can't let this shit get out of control yeah. even though when i was hitting like i did get into drinking a lot and that fucked me up and that was me being that was like birdhouse days and before yeah birdhouse days were just like we moved to california and it was two years and it felt like groundhog's day there yeah like how, how old were you uh, early 20s yeah yeah college years like yeah you're gonna do that anyway yeah. But the fact that, like, when that shit happened with Ryan Tool, yeah. like, when it starts to go, like, yeah. sideways, that was... you realize it immediately. Yeah. Like, that's why, because you're, you know, because what you saw growing up. Yeah. You know? So, like, but that, my mom scared me off of anything heavy. Like, even psychedelics I was scared to do. I did that not that long ago at, with Derek in Street League, you yeah. know? And I was like, now I'm like, psychedelics aren't even that crazy, you know, compared yeah. to like the ones that are super addictive, you know? Yeah. I'm sure some people have issues with psychedelics, but, you know, pills and other, those other ones, the numbers are right there. Even alcohol is like so yeah, dangerous. Yeah. Crazy, man. Let me look at this real quick. Break it up real quick. Oh, we're going to scroll all the way back. Oh, this might have been a... All right, here we go. Come on, phone. There we go. I miss making fun of the pizza guy who delivered to the park. No time, Dan. Probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> Word. That's fair enough. Back, back door skate shop in the building. Oh, Devin Ayers. So many rippers at that contest. Hell yeah. Devin uh, was killing it. He was one of the rippers we were yeah, talking was about. He, the kid who did the frontside flip on the Yeah, the slow-mo yeah. Ramsey film. God. So good. Devin, you crush. That was sick. Backdoor skate shop says, fuck yeah, no drama is legit. Talking about when we were talking about New England Am and shit. Yeah. yeah, dude, it's a skateboard event. That's what I'm always like. It's fucking, we're here to skateboard. Skateboarding first. Let's, our egos, your fucking whatever, put that all aside so we can grow skateboarding together. Because skateboarding is what saves us all, you know? Like, it's the truth. Like, that should be put first. Yeah. Above anyone's personality, attitude, bullshit. Like, be good to skateboarding and those that enjoy it and those around you. Like, mm -hmm. Spend $50 on a deck. Support local. Hell yeah. Solid advice. Let's see. All I need is my drug. <laughs> see what I do. <laughs> I did like that. Um, we got more. Farm tech knows a bit or two. Trust me. I made a DIY where I live. Lev. Lev was at the contest. Lev shreds. That's sick. You made a DIY at your local spot. 
Hello from Taiwan. Hell yeah, Heidi Chen. Damn, really? 1985. Sick. Hell yeah, Schmikey Murders. What up? Good dog was popping. He's tuning in. Have you guys come to Taiwan and skated before? Nope. I've, I've been to China twice. We went to like Shenzhen and uh, Hong Kong, which was amazing. I uh, went to Japan, Tokyo, um, but never Taiwan. That seems like a cool place, though. I've seen like some cooking shows and like some stuff on King Cobras, and it's Thai, always there. Thai food is really good. Yeah, I, I fuck with I it. I don't know if they eat the kind of Thai food we have over here. You think we have like the American Thai? It's probably not what they have. It's probably not as good, for sure. No. For sure. The Scoot God says fuck skating. I love scootering. He's totally joking, though, because he's a skateboarder. The Scoot God? Yeah, he's that's the homie. He's just busting our balls. Alright. So what drugs do you do now is gaining? Because we all do, bro. Um, coffee. I love coffee. How do you like your coffee? Uh, a little bit of cream, a little bit of sugar. Nice. All the time? Every time? Sometimes I'll have a black. It's like second or third cup of the day. Yeah? Or you go that deep? Yeah. You've had three cups? How often do you have three cups a day? couple times a week, maybe. Nice. Yeah? I'm usually at one cup a day, and I'll sh- stretch it out. Really? But today's my second one, I think. Or actually, I had a half one from yesterday, because I usually get it black. So I, like, sometimes I'll finish it, put it in the fridge, wake yeah. up, heat it up. That's nice. I love that. I go, like, right when I wake up, and then one on the way to work. That's usually it. Like, it's usually just two, but... Just to wake you up, get the fogs out? Yeah, just to get it going. Do you ever abuse caffeine? Do you notice it? Because three is pretty deep, I feel. Is that normal, maybe? I don't know. Because if I, I have two, I'll notice that I'm like, uh, I'm like kind of going to get a headache. I'm going to feel like shit the next day. Really? Usually. I don't really like, I don't know. I don't really even notice. All I notice is that I'm more awake than I was before I had Like, I don't get like jittery or anything. You don't? Like that, no. Dude, when I have a coffee sometimes, I'll be like sweating in my armpits and like ready to run. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, you you haven't really... You never drank coffee. You didn't drink coffee for a long time, right? I didn't, no, no. Yeah. Because so. I was scared of that. How funny is that? Alcohol was the one that was fine. And then I even tried pills before. Yeah. It just seemed like it was like from the doctor and like right. you could control it more. Even though I knew it was gnarly and I saw people fucking with it, but I was like, it just seems like, but it was wrong. I was wrong. Clearly, I was a fucking idiot. No dose. Like 16 now. <laughs> I probably almost OD'd like on accident. I, I literally was, hour. everything was like that for like an hour. Even, like, just, I couldn't stop it. My eyesight, everything was just... That sounds awful. Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> I was like, why did I do this? It's the worst. I'm trying to think if I've had, like... The other time was marijuana. Jeff gave me, like, some hash oil pill or whatever. Oh, my God. And I have such a low... I had such a low tolerance. And he came from SF, where they have, like, gnarly shit. Yeah. And I was like, it's just gonna make me get really high, right? Like, it's not addictive or any of this shit. He's like, yeah, you'll be fine. And I like, took it, and I was like, hey, Jeff, look, I'm taking the blue pill or whatever, the Matrix reference, yeah, yeah. and I swallowed it, and then literally I went the whole day. It was a weed pill? It was like hash oil pill, oh, I think okay, it was. Okay. I don't know, like concentrate, maybe? That sounds, yeah, it sounds like pretty gnarly. It was gnarly. Yeah. I was like in here on that couch, and uh, it was fucking me up so so bad, and I felt like I was going to get sick, you know, when your arms start to go numb? Oh my God. Yeah, my no- when your toes start to straighten out, like you ever have heat stroke? Yeah, I get that a lot. In the heat is like 
you get so dehydrated that your like fingers and toes start going out straight. Yeah. And you can't control. You start cramping up, and then you like end up throwing up. And you got that from a from a hash oil pill. Yeah. It started doing that. Then I throw. I was throwing up in a bucket. They brought it in, and I was like. I was like, all right, maybe if I take a shower, I can beat this. Yeah. So I got up, like, stum- stumbled through this room. Oh, my God. Went to, took a shower, came back with, like, a towel on, but still, the shower did not help. Yeah. Did not help. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it did not help. I came back in this room, and I lost the towel, because I'm stumbling. I laid on that couch next to my pew bucket, naked, just throwing up for the whole day. Jesus Jeff Christ. and my girl kept coming in, like, periodically, every, every couple hours. Did anyone cover you up? Uh, after a while, okay. I think. But I was just telling them to get away from me. I was like, just let me ride this out. Was it like, were you, like, panic, like, panic attack? The whole time. Shit to, the yeah. whole time. Oh, my God. And I'm just telling sucks. myself, like, you're not going to the hospital. Like, just hang on. Yeah. Just hang on. Yeah. Literally, I felt like I was puking up, like... Everything toxic in me, dude. That is the worst feeling. I imagine that's what taking psychedelics like when you when you hear people talk t- talking about ayahuasca. Yeah, that's what I imagine it was like because I literally threw up all day and like I felt better the next day. Yeah, I did. I was like, whoa, I feel better. I don't know what, but I had the worst well, nightmares. They were day mirrors, though. I was awake and I was like <laughs> freaking out. Your my brain would not stop going, and I yeah. every time I opened my eyes, it was like vertigo again. It was like I was oh, off shit. balance, so I was like had to keep my eyes shut. And I just had to face all the shit that was going on in my head. Because, you know, I'm high as shit. And I'm just like, this. the worst nightmare of being buried alive, basically, is what I felt. Yeah. All day, I survived it, though. The next day, I was like, how did I do that? Oh, it's such a bad And he just like, yeah, I'd take two of them. Really? <laughs> I was like, what? what He's fine. He's walking around like a functioning uh, marijuana smoker or consumer. Jesus Christ. I know. That was hell. That was fucking gnarly. Now, that was the day. That was it. <laughs> have you ever done any psychedelics? No. Really? Yeah. You haven't? No. I've always been, I, I always thought you had because you you seem like you're you've got like a I don't as corny as it sounds and I'm not hitting on you, dude. Oh shit! You got an old soul, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we connected because I was like, this kid has some complexity to him, and I'm uh, fucked up. So like, I don't know. And you like skating as much as me, so I was like, we're gonna be best friends. I'm sure. I just have inner tor- like turmoil. Yeah. Like. <laughs> that had a lot to do with why I did drugs, but like even like, I've never had a bad drug. The only time I really had bad drug experiences is with weed. Really? Yeah. Like I've done so much. Like when I was in high school, like ecstasy was a big thing. When yeah. I was in high school, like it might so, still be so much. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. But uh, like so much of that, like coke, all kinds of pills. But like, dude, I've had so many horrible experiences smoking weed. That's weird. Yeah. Why? I don't know. What's the experience? It, well, I think what it is, is like... Hold on, hold on. Go, go ahead. <laughs> well, it's different, dude. I don't know. Because when I eat weed, like, uh, it's, it's... Different experience. It's totally fine. Like, I can handle it. Really? Yeah, but if I, like, if I smoked out of that right now, I might be okay, but I, it might go horribly wrong. I'm the opposite of that. Really? Yeah, if I, remember I was telling you before, I think we were recording about oh, the yeah, two yeah. edibles yeah. that my dude at the work, my homie at my work gave me. Yeah. That, the edibles takes me too deep. This, I can't, I just can smoke a couple bowls and my throat hurts. And then I'm like, hey, I can't do it anymore. I don't know, man. That's weird. Yeah. I just start freaking out about everything, like, go into a bathroom, look in a mirror, and just like, st- <laughs> <laughs> awful time, dude. I can relate. <laughs> when we were at uh, Tampa... 
the last time. I remember when you went to that park, the new Bro Bowl or whatever. Sure, sick. No, it wasn't. Not for me. Wait, the Bro Bowl? The new Bro Bowl. Oh, okay, okay, okay. park. Yeah. I mean, the park is sick, but, yeah. like, I, it was, like, the last day of the trip, and you were smoking. I was like, all right, yeah, I'll smoke. And, like... Yeah, we get you just, occasionally. Dude, the worst time. Like, I thought I was having a panic attack, like... Had dry mouth, couldn't find a drink. Like it's like to Florida and it's ninety degrees out. And, like I didn't know how to ask to go to a store to get a drink and like oh my there's God. mouth breathers I all just, around you. And then like the Ty Evans showed up. I know with, with, with this, all those guys with and the van like, with the eyeball. He had the camera on the van. Yeah, and it was, oh, I ended up, dude, I just walked down the street. Yeah, I just sat I on the sidewalk. I knew nothing of this. I knew nothing of this. <laughs> yeah, you did, because, like, after an hour, you came over, and I was just like, dude, I need to, like, talk about it. Yeah. So then I can, like, just deal with it. And I just, I was just like, dude, I got too high. And you're like, yeah, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> it does, it does. <laughs> and then we had to go to the airport and shit. Oh, God. Oh, I do remember you saying that, I don't too. know why. I can't... Weed just, weed fucks me up. It's good to know, though. It's good to know. Yeah. Because some people, it's like they're allergic to fucking alcohol. Like, Billy Rohan was allergic to alcohol, I think. And that made him have, like, schizophrenia or something. Like, where you just freak out when you drink alcohol. It'd, like, fuck him up super bad. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what the case was. If I'm getting that wrong, someone let me know out there. Because he's talked about it in interviews before. It's not, like, a big secret or anything. Um, but I know he went off the deep end a few times. And I think it's just because he had an allergy to alcohol and he didn't know it. You just thought he was an alcoholic, but it was, like, a little bit of both, maybe. I don't know, but, like, it's just good to know what your body... We're all made up of different shit. Yeah, everyone has different biochemistry or whatever. Yeah, we're not scientists, but yeah, Yeah. I agree, yeah. It's fucked up. That's why we we did this. (laughs) Ecstasy seems like a fun one, though. I've never done that, but it seems like... It seems that like you, one, if you were if careful of it. If it wasn't so bad for you, yeah, I would like I'd do that one again. Yeah. But it's too ba- it's too bad for you. Because I've had people that talk about it. Is it ketamine? Is that what ecstasy? That's is? an animal tranquilizer. Oh, okay. I've heard people yeah. talk about it, and they talk about it like it was one of the best experiences ever. It's it's fucking like awesome. bliss, right? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. I still wouldn't like recommend it. Because I've heard horror stories. That's why I never do. Because yeah. too many horror stories. I'm yeah. like, there's too many examples of people this went wrong for. And if it's a slippery slope, yeah, other things to focus. I stick on. to the ones like weed, mushrooms, acid, maybe. Wow, but acid it, seems scary to me always. Well, yeah, I mean, I would because it said acid in it. It's like acid sounds bad, doesn't or it? Or LSD. That oh, sounds LSD. way better. Yeah, yeah, it seems like something I'd try. Yeah. <laughs> but like. <laughs> Yeah, those ones, those are the, the only thing I'd really do anymore is, like, weed, and I'd, I might try mushrooms, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. How you, how goes the nicotine? Terrible. It's not even the nicotine, though. That's the thing, it's like, it's everything in the cigarette. What do you smoke, which ones do you smoke? Do you smoke, like, a healthier version one? There's no, some that's no, gotta no, be 100% no. tobacco, right? Uh, I think American Spirits have, like, Yeah, Susky used to smoke those. But, um, they yeah, burn slow. Smoke. Regular cigarettes, they're awful. Is it the routine? Because if it's just a routine, you should just yeah. roll your own or, like, smoke American spirits. No, I just want to stop altogether. Yeah, that's solid. I mean, I smoke weed, so I'm kind of a hypocrite on that end. It's, uh, it's a, a big part of it is just, like, yeah, your daily routine, you know? Yeah. You wake up and do the same things. And, like, a lot of people I know smoke, so I'm, I'm around it. I work outside. That makes it harder, like, yeah. everyone's 
smoke. I mean, they're just Cause you're they're really all excuses that you tell yourself so you can keep doing it. But there are some some like you know some things do make it harder. Yeah, you know, people are doing it or whatever. But uh, that's what sugar is to me. Sugar is like my cigarette because whenever I just want a little pick me up, I'll go get something sweet. And yeah. it's like throughout the whole day, I could just get little pick me ups. I love grapes. Grapes yeah. are fucking amazing. They're little fucking sugar drops. They're so good. So good. You get ice cold grapes, red or green, don't give a fuck at this point. Yep. And just like a like a Greek god on your couch. You get the stem. Yeah. With Elwood and Emma next to me. <laughs> and then I shirts off, I have a hairy chest. <laughs> and just eat those grapes. Oh my god. Yeah, I painted disgusting. a picture. Hey, come on, man. <laughs> I painted a picture for you. I love sugar, though. But that one I can see I'm going to have to adjust as I get older because I can get away with it now because I am so active. You yeah, know? right. Yeah. But, like, if I slow down at all, I'm going to have to adjust a bit. Mm-hmm. But I think I'll be active till I'm dead. What do you think? Will I? Depends on when you die. Say I make it to 75. No. You don't think I'll be active till 75? No. I mean, wh- what's you. active? Fuck what do you. you. What do you mean? Like, fucking climb mountains. Are you going to still mow your... No, fuck no. Are you kidding Dude, me? Dude, we're skateboarders. We're fucked. No, no. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Dude, I'll have to take... Do I take steroids? Or, who knows? Medical science might be able to give us whole new... Yeah, but what if I just don't stop Maybe. moving? Sorry for the people. I take... I've been taking... Yeah, now we have white lighters, which I heard was bad luck, but I'm bad pretty sure luck. all of them that were wrapped... Are white lighters, so at least That's now the lies are covered. Yeah, but I'd rather just know I have bad well, you luck. Bad in. <laughs> just want to know right away, so I can manage it. Okay. <laughs> you don't think you don't think at seventy five you could climb a mountain? Honestly. I could, not you. Oh, <laughs> you son of a bitch! My no, dad. I don't. Th- I dude, seventy five is old as shit. I thought 35 was old as shit, and I'll be 35 on the 15th, when I, I used to think that all the time, I was like, that's old as shit, 35 didn't even seem like a reality to me, yeah. still doesn't, yeah, I, I think I'm 40 18. more years, that's twice, more than twice as long as you've been alive, I'm gonna be so hyped to climb a mountain, because I made it that far, I'm going up that mountain at 75, how big is this mountain, like a fucking teeny one, <laughs> no, 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 like, I'll do a challenge, I'll do like a legit mountain, like a, like a, Something I have to work out for. Like something I have. Like the White Mountains in New Hampshire. Yeah, like I'm not going Everest. That's just pointless. I'll freeze and die just because I'm trying to like prove a point. But, uh. (laughs) But maybe. Depends. You'd have to be hyped on climbing mountains. Yeah, it's, uh. It's fucking hard to climb mountains, man. I mean. You ever done that? Not really. In Arizona, we had some sort of hill mountains we'd climb up. It was pretty sick. You get to the top, it took a little while, half an hour. Oh, yeah, like, the ones, the White Mountains in New Hampshire, like, even the smaller ones, it's like a day hike to get up really? there. Really? Yeah. To the top? Yeah. Do you have to, you have to sleep up there, then? You can. Can you see the stars? No, you can, you can get up and down in a day. On oh, the, the whole day. Yeah, right, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sick. Because I thought yeah. one way up, maybe, but... Yeah, you, I mean, it's, it's pretty... Is it's the view fun. sick? Yeah, it's yeah. worth it when you get up to the top. Imagine going sure. on a crystal clear night and just fucking sleeping up there, looking up at the sky. Shit would trip me out. Yeah, at least, like... You ever had that moment? Like, I've had it. I think we've had it on trips. Where you go to somewhere that's, like, it's so scenic, and it's 180 degrees. Oh, yeah. Like, you, like I've been to a few places in my life, yep. and, and when, we had a, when we had good trips, or, like, you're just at one of those moments, you're like, I'm doing exactly what I want to be doing. Yeah. And you come to one of those scenic views, and, like, I'll, I'll drink that shit in all day. Yeah, you don't all take day. your phone out. Nope. That, like, you just... I don't yeah. even pay attention to people. Yeah. Remember when we went to California the last... A couple years back, 
I made Billy dunk his feet in. Remember? Yeah. He wouldn't put his feet on the other side of the country. Yeah, I'm like, remember. you're on the other side of fucking United States. Yeah. You got to put your fucking feet in the ocean, like fucking moose in it. He wants to stay <laughs> up in Maine and fucking dip his fucking moose in the fucking thing. <laughs> like, but no, I've had those moments where you're like, you're just like 180 degrees, just like skyline. You see where the sky meets the ocean or whatever. Yeah. And you feel like you're in a dome, and it's just like fucking panoramic. It's insane. You just feel like nothing. Yeah. And, like, everything. Yeah. Like, your thoughts are just gone. You're just like, that is, that's it. Yeah. yeah. I filmed one when I was in Puerto Rico. I was laying on a beach, and this is right when my mom passed. I was like, fucking, yeah, that was crazy. I was, uh, Conrad invited me on a surf trip, and, uh, I was down. It was with these pro surfers, like, Ben Gravy and Lucas and the homies from Juke Squad and, uh, Paul. It was a sick trip, and, uh. But my mom, like, that was right, I went there right after my mom passed, so I was, like, dealing with that, and I'm out on a surf trip with pro surfers, and I'm a fucking city kid, you know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm a fucking kid from New Bedford and fucking Fall River yeah. and all these fucking things, and, and, uh, I don't, I can barely swim, to be honest, I just fake the funk, kinda, I got a mean <laughs> doggy paddle, mean doggy paddle, and, uh, I'm just out there, and they're taking me on these sharp-ass rocks, my feet are so soft, cause I skateboard and keep them in shoes yeah, all the time, yeah. And they're walking on these fucking sea rocks. Like, they're like fucking needles. And they're climbing up these shit. They had me climb up one. It was like 20 feet. And I felt the whole time like I was just going to let go. Because my feet, it was like so sensitive. Damn. Yeah, but they were doing it so chill. I felt like such a bitch out there. <laughs> I didn't even surf. Because like, I like dicked around with the skimboard, which was pretty sick. Yeah. The shit they did on that was sick. Because they would set a, the, the little waves would come in and it's all glassy looking as the, it's going out yeah. so they throw the skimboard as the water's going out and then they jump on it ride it out and then the wave would come in and it fucking launched like 15 feet in the air really? yeah these two homies uh, wow. it was sick to watch they were like doing flips and double flips and shit and then they would surf and I didn't I, I fucked around with the skimboard a little bit I just tried to ride it and fell and then like I didn't really surf I just used it to get out to where they would surf and then I would just watch and film cause I was like my mom had just passed and like I don't, I just was like I need to, I need to rest. Like yeah. I needed to fucking rest. Yeah. That was like after all that, like fucking, like my all my siblings coming together and having to deal with the whole thing and like pit cleaning my mom's house out was like fucking rough. Yeah, yeah. And like with my sisters and like my brother came out from Australia and like just damn. But uh, yeah. So then I went right onto that trip. That was fucking highs and lows. Yeah. Highs and lows. But I, it, long story short, I was laying on a beach, and I filmed it. I have it on my phone still. I saved the clip. I think you've shown me it. Yeah, it's just a clip, and it's only like a half a second, or a, it's like a couple seconds, but it's just like, it captures that moment. I was laying yeah. there, I'm like, oh, this is fucking heavenly. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. I was grateful to be alive, I guess, you know? Yeah. Those moments are sick. Yeah. I think that's what it is with drugs, too, is like, there's highs and lows, which is like, there's that in life and normal, you know, like in life, people die, that's a really bad low, and we all have to deal with that, someone close to us dies, you know, and there's also big wins, like, you can have huge wins, you know, successes in life, which is good, but then with like, if you have a drug abuse as well, either you self-impose a lot of these things on yeah. you, you know, and it's like, life's hard enough, you yeah. know, like to be mismanaging a drug, like life could be whatever you want, if you could, we could stay healthy and focused and driven and like... Like, if we could envision us growing old, it's climbing cold, mountains at 75, like, though. <laughs> I'm down, though. I'm down. Yeah. What were you going to say? No, like, I think it's, like, hope. when people get hopeless, 
Yeah. You know, when you're just like, look, it's going to be bad anyway. I'm going to do this thing, and it's going to be good for a little bit at least before it goes back to bad. Yeah. Like, when you get hopeless, that's like, it seems like a good idea. Yeah. You know? It kind of goes back into getting into patterns, too, because if you're used to leaning on something like a heavy drug to make you happy, that's like me leaning on sugar so much, you know? It's like, I need this drug every fucking day, like, just Yeah, to, but like, then if you do it, yeah, you do it every day, like... You become a you're slave ultimately, and whatever drug it is, like, even sugar, you're... You keep doing it because you're chasing the feeling you got the very first time you did it. That first grape I ever had. You remember it? Dude, like it was yesterday. Do you really? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, because like... I wish. I, I, I remember uh, I remember moments of like the first time I did certain drugs. Yeah. Where it was like... I remember it like so clearly and it never, ever came back again. Yeah. Like you just kept doing it and you're like, where is it? Where is it? It's gone. Like you'll never get it back. Yeah, I've heard yeah. that. I've heard that, that people remember that. Yeah. Yeah, they chase so. that. And, I mean, who we can sugar is a drug. I mean, I'm... Fucking good one. Caffeine, like, caffeine doesn't affect me the way it used to, but I'm still doing it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Those are safer ones. That's, like, what my whole bet was. No, yeah, for sure. My Mine was, like, bet on the drugs that, like, people have been doing for so long, and there's not yeah, huge the numbers of people are dying. Yeah. yeah. That's risk assessment. Overdosing them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Fucking gnarly. Speaking of that, I need some coffee. This is... Oh, sorry. This is a Sade. I'm not going to kiss her. That's good. Let me... The Instagram Live went out. You can only get so long on Instagram Live. I don't know. Well, is she? I'm pretty sure. I don't even know who she is. I just said it. She's a musician. She was bald, right? Yeah. She shaved her head? Yeah. Yeah, you this can have a white shadow. This is a mannequin head that I have in my uh, in our little all I need warehouse studio room. What do you think of this place? Let me figure out if shot. Yeah, look her up, look her up. But I have a little mannequin head to shoot photos of the hats and beanies and stuff. But it, I ended up drawing a face on her, and it's a white head for sure. You're right. But I nicknamed her Shade because she has yeah, a shaved yeah. head. Because that's all I remembered was she was like, oh, she has long hair there though. Yeah, she did shave her. Look head, one yeah. up with her shaved head. Type in Sade shaved. <laughs> head. Head. Don't forget Wait, head. Even, I wonder if you're even thinking of Sade. S-A-D-E. Is that how you say it? Sade. S-A-D-E. Try that. But I drew lips on her, and yeah. now every time I do a live feed, I pretend I'm going to kiss her, but I'm just not, because she's well, not kissing Oh, shit, her. she did. She did, right? Let me yeah. get a look on her. Oh, dude, when you first... Yeah. I'm not mad at shaved heads. I'm not. That's Halle Berry. Yeah, I have a shaved head. No, I know. That's Halle Berry. Is that... Yeah, Halle Berry bald hairstyle. That's not really her, though. They just superimposed it, right? Or she got that proper ass and square head? I don't know. Nice. That's not Sade, though. No, That's not my, my girl Sade, Gooden. Look her up. Dude, maybe you're... Th- are you thinking of Sinead O'Connor? Oh, that might be it. <laughs> <laughs> she is white. Oh, she is? Yeah. So my sure. mannequin's correct. I'm pretty sure she's awful, though. I'm wrong with the wrong name. Sinead. Yeah, when you first... Who's Sade? She's a singer. She's <laughs> sick. I don't know. How she does not have a shaved head, I guess. I just bought these jeans today. <laughs> From right. a thrift, thrift store. Six dollar pair. Oh, uh, yeah. This is Sinead O'Connor. Oh, that's... I yeah. think she's like... She... But we still don't know who Sade is, though. Yeah, we do. She's a musician. Did you see her? Because I only saw um, an you... actress named... Uh... No, I showed you her album cover. Yeah, with the long hair? Yeah. Yeah, she was dope. Yeah. 
Um, now I gotta listen to her music. She probably crushed it. You don't become Sade without killing it. At you want to hear Smooth Operator? Yeah. Oh, Smooth Operator. Yeah, this is it. Dude, and it's it. Sade? Yeah. She looks like her. She got hair. She got hair. All right, so I had the wrong name. I had the wrong name. It's good. Dude, this takes me back to being a kid. When I was a kid, I loved music. I mean, I love music now, but I always loved, like, I always appreciated people, like, that could sing. Is is that a saxophone? Trumpet? Ooh. Look at the style, dude, like, mafia dude. They need to block the glare off the dome piece, though. You see that? For sure. Like, bad choice. Oh, it looks good there, though. Dude, what was that? Some sketchy shit. Do you think it? Do you think you could sing on stage in front of people? Like, do not right this second, but if you wanted to, do you think in like talking about getting older? How old are you? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight. Do you think if you had till thirty? To, like, be able to sing. Like, to prepare. Yeah, two years. Dude, I... I used to, like, be in, um... The choir and church and shit. Really? Yeah, and I was in chorus and... Where? In Plymouth? Yeah. Really? Yeah, I love singing, but, like, I... I, I'm not really, like, good at it. How was choir? What did they... What would you do? They'd make you sing in front of people? No, it was just, like, in the back of the church. Uh, they kind of lead the church and whatever song. Really? Yeah. Wow. That seems strange. It was. <laughs> but I like singing. But you had to sing in front of people? <clears throat> well, you In were, a group? Yeah, in a group. In a pack seems easier. Yeah. Because, like, me, Elwood, Emma, and my lady will just go, and, like, howl, and then I'm okay with it. Like, if all of them are in, I'm in. I'll go deep. Yeah. Nice. I didn't know you did that. Yeah. How do you sing? Are you, like, uh, where's your pitch? I don't know, because, like, when I was... Back then, I had a really high voice, like, when I was, before my voice changed, when my Puberty. voice changed, yeah, I kind of all went to shit. So. The boys dropped, and you're yeah. like, hey, I'm Corey. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of sick. Did I tell you about that fucking completely off the subject, about my theory, or someone's theory, where I, don't give me credit for it, because I don't know, about um, castration? Did we, it's not even theory, it actually happened, I looked it up. They used to castrate young boys to keep their voice from changing. I've heard that. Yeah, I can't remember what it's called. There's a name for it. I Google it one time. I'm like, that's a real thing. They're like, I think... Like, doing it for that reason? Yeah, the, so their voice didn't change. So they could keep that singing voice. Wow. It was a career move. Fucked up. That's super fucked up. Fucked up. And then that, my theory, that's what it was. My theory was that that's what happened to Michael Jackson. And that explains all the strangeness and why his voice was always epic. Could be. His dad had too many kids and he's like, but poor little Michael is the last number five. And all of them were trying to be singers. But Michael had it. He was not letting it go. This is all made up in my head, by the way. But I imagine his dad was like, yep, we'll go to that country where it's still legal. Michael got snipped. And then fucking, he kept his voice and he carried the other four on his back. Like a champ. You see him? (laughs) Michael Jackson is one of the greatest... (laughs) Makes sense to me. And the perversion would add in there too, but I don't know if that's true or not. That's just been in the media for years. Dude, there's a... Louis C.K. Nice. being accused of oh, like, no, jerking no. off in front of women. Really? Yeah. He does it on like, stage. Five different, like five different women, all came forward. What's your like, sources, though? Come on, bro. I don't have. Online? Sources. I'm just reading the New York New York Times. Really? In the New York Times? Yeah. 
It says that. Yeah, it's like a big deal right now, dude. If you check Google your newsfeed. Google it. Google it. Check your newsfeed. I'm nervous. I don't want to see this reality. Do you think? So what do I type in? Yeah, I'll do it. I had too much coffee today. Alright. <laughs> Got the so. jitters. My Nana, I love her. I love my Nana very much. But, I got a question. She always does this. Okay. She likes shakes. What do you think that is? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's an honest question, dude. How old is she? <laughs> like 70. Well, there you go. Does that have a bad sign? Or does that happen when you get older? You shake more. Dude, I don't know. I wonder. Think about that. Do you ever have weird anxieties like that? About getting older? No, yeah, about weird things that might you might end up being like, I don't know, like that. For example, when you're like 65, you might shake more. Dude, I you think have to manage that. You're like, no, fuck now, I shake. I'm just trying to get through tomorrow. <laughs> I can't. No, you gotta get far. through looking up fucking yeah, those CK ac- accusations. Keep talking to me about your sorry, sorry. shaky grandma. <laughs> sorry. Right. That's. I hope it's wrong, dude. He's like one of the funniest motherfuckers alive. Louis C.K., right? Yeah, dude. One of the best comedians. I hope he didn't Bill Cosby it. Right, Did he dude. fucking Bill Cosby it? God damn it. I need proof. I don't know, man. I It's it's weird timing, because he has like a movie coming out right now. Oh, Lou. That might. I mean, I don't know. I don't want... To New York it. Times. Dude, it's on... Did you just say it, and now it's on there? You made it a reality. Multiple women say Louis C.K. masturbated in front of them. New York Times. I mean, he does on his stage. He, like, pretends to. Yeah, it's pretty weird, like, the stories that, like, they go through the five... But the NY Times, is that the New York Times? Yeah. Five women have told the New York Times that the comedian comedian's riffs about masturbating have disturbing connection to real life. In 2002, a Chicago c- comedy duo, Dana Goodwin and Julia Wolvel... Landed their big break. This is so much to read. What are they talking about? When Lucy K invited them to hang in his hotel room for a night. Okay, okay, alright. So these two people landed their big break. A chance to perform at the U.S. Comedy Arts Festival in Aspen, Colorado. When Lucy K invited them to hang out in his hotel room for a nightcap. After his late night show, they did not think twice. The bars were closed and they wanted to celebrate. He was a comedian they admired. The women would be together. His intentions seemed collegial. It's collegial. Two chicks, one dude in a room. Sounds like a no, porno. Sounds like a porno, though. But, I mean, whatever. As soon as... Were they drinking, did it say? For a for nightcap. nightcap. As soon as they sat down in his room, still wrapped in their winter jackets and hats, <laughs> it's a lot of detail. It's a lot. They're like, he, they, they, were still, they, they were still wrapped up. Uh, Louis C.K. asked if he could take out his penis. The women said, where's the cliffhanger? Why is the cliffhanger? It's not. Oh, Keep going. They thought it was a joke and laughed it off. That's not what they said. The women said they thought it was a joke and laughed it off. And then he really did it. He's taking a shot. He's taking a shot. You don't know. Ms. Goodman said in an interview with the New York Times, he proceeded to take all his clothes off and get completely naked and started masturbating. Did they they say no? Did they tell him to stop? Were they giving him... I don't know. Alright, in 2003, because they were going back to his room to to have a nightcap. Yeah. And there's two chicks, one dude. He's yeah, a famous say, comedian. They didn't say like what Abby they did. called Louis C.K. to invite him. Here's another. Is this another one? Yeah, it's a different is he gonna one. bury us now? In 2003, Abby 
I don't know how to pronounce last names, called Louis C.K. to invite him to one of her shows, and during the phone conversation, he said she could hear him masturbating as they spoke. Another comedian, Rebecca Court, said that while she was appearing with Louis C.K. on a television pilot in 2005, he asked if he could masturbate in front of her. She declined. Now, after rumors... Alright, well, that's fair. If you're going to go up yeah. to someone and say, hey, can I masturbate in front of you, and it's like an opposite gender, and you guys are having nightcaps or whatever, yeah. and they say no, and you don't, there's no paragraph afterwards, yeah. this is really poorly written. Who, who wrote this shit? I don't know. New NY Times? Are you fucking kidding me? That's written so bad. But anyways, that's such a cliffhanger. They said no, and then the paragraph ends. It should be say, it should say, she said no, and he put his pants, he never took his pants off and left. Mm-hmm. Like some resolution, you know what I mean? Like, there's no resolution. What the fuck are you guys talking about? Now, after years of unsubstantiated <laughs> rumors about Lucy K masturbating in front of associates, women are coming forward to describe what they experienced. Even amid the current burst of sexual misconduct, accusations against powerful men, the stories about Louis K stand out because he has so few equals in comedy? What? In the years since the incident the women described, he has sold out Madison Square Garden eight times, created a... Oh, he's just like... ...an accumulated cloud of taste-making a tour with the help of a manager who represents the biggest names in comedy and Lucy K built a reputation as the unlikely conscious of comedy. Yeah, scene. scroll scroll down because there's another hypocrisy. Keep going. This article is this really is long, fucking actually. heartbreaking though. Heartbreaking news yeah, right Yeah, well, who knows? I mean... I'm not sure if he did anything wrong or not, though. That's what I'm confused about. I mean... He might be taking chances, but he should, like, maybe stop weird... asking to masturbate in front of so many people. Wait, At least he's weird... asking. That's, like, the best part. Like, you'd expect it from him? Where you're like, oh, he would ask you. I you could decline him as well. <laughs> There's one about when he was working on, like, the Chris Rock show. Yeah. Where it got a little suspect. Courtney Cox is being cited yeah, now. David Arquette. Okay, scroll back up. All right. <laughs> Sorry. All right, so... Miss Corey, a comedian, writer, and actress, felt haunted by her run-in with CK. <laughs> this is fucking hard to read. He's just, he's, yeah. he's such a good comedian. A big step in her career when Louis CK, a guest star, approached her as she was walking to the set. He leaned close to my face and said, Can I ask you something? I said, Yes. Miss Corey said in the writing statement of the New York Times... He asked if he could go to my dressing room so he could masturbate in front of me. Stunned and angry, Miss Corey said she declined and pointed out that he had a daughter and a pregnant wife. His face got red, she recalled, and told me he had issues. He told me he had issues. That That's his whole it. act. That's yeah. his whole act on stage. Is that right there? Yeah. He did he he's if that's true, which we don't know if it is. He's definitely a dirtbag if he has a wife and he's walking up to people or things. Yeah. But he didn't break any... I don't think he did anything wrong, though. He didn't... He was like, shouldn't have asked that, which is weird, but it's like... Yeah, He right. didn't do it, right? He's just... Weird. It is really weird. Like, what... I guess what? it's good to talk about it if it's true. I don't know if it's true, but... I hope it's not true. Who's gonna write an article this long to defend Louis C.K. and know all the facts? Are you? Should no. we? Do we start the website? No. I can't take any position. We were talking about Michael Jackson earlier. And I don't know. He might have done that. Fucking heartbreaking. He was one of the greatest singers alive. Ever. Legendary. Fucked up, dude. Yeah, thanks, Goonan. You fucking ruined the podcast. What do you mean? We can come back from this. Okay. 
<laughs> from Louis C.K. masturbating. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. I don't think he did anything wrong. He asked. He took a lot of it's shots. Really and he got fucking shut down. weird. It's embarrassing, maybe. Yeah. At best. Yeah. He didn't rape anyone. It's like no one said like no, and then he did it anyway. Yeah. There was no like he just took a shot. Yeah. And they f- fucking shut him down. It's embarrassing, if anything, for Louis C.K. Yeah. I hope he talks about this in his next stand. I was already thinking about that. I was like, if it is true, yeah, like it's totally gonna be in whatever show he does next or whatever, you know. But the New York Times are they doing that just to make his set better? Is it a collusion? <laughs> oh god! <laughs> oh god! Nice. New boards are sick. I'm hyped. Yeah. Came in, dude. I was like, had him in the boxes for like a couple days there because the New England Am was coming up, and I was like, wanting to unbox him, but I had. Too much, too much other stuff going on to like even do it justice. Yeah. But uh, when I got back from that, I was like, all right, I'm throwing these all up on the rack. What do you think of the office warehouse uh, it's studio it's podcast dude. studio? I like it. Nah, uh, we got a shelving right here. I want to get another one. I think maybe go around or something. Be sick. Or could you get two right there? I, I might be able to. Cause the door ends right there. No, probably not. Yeah. It'll be close. But I don't know. I figured this view is pretty sick. Yeah. Because you just sit here. I sit at my desk and I just look at the boards and it just gets me hyped. Just seeing skateboards in front of me. Yeah. If there's a lot, I'm hyped because there's skateboard. There's so many and look how cool that looks. Yeah. But it also makes me think like, oh, we got a lot. We got to move these things so we can keep this going. Yeah. And then when it's low, it's like, oh, it's cool. They're low. Like on the bottom, all the past graphics are getting down there. There's only a couple left of each. Yeah. And some are gone. Great. Yeah. Like the Sifu Vengeance, we have D Fuchs in. We have Timmy's and mine, yours sold out. And then Thrive Prosper Rise, we have one Rise left. Yeah. And a couple Prospers. And then uh, Wartime, mine's gone. And we got four of yours and two of Timmy's. Yeah, good. And that's it. There. Yeah. Which is kind of sad because I love those. All those. Yeah. All those. I love them all. Sick, man. Well, thanks for having this uh, conversation with me. Yeah. Fucking couldn't sure. have had it with anyone else, I don't think. I always, I always get a little too um, open with you. Yeah. Do you notice that? I mean... I feel bad that I do it. No, this is the kind of conversation... Like, I don't want to have a conversation that's, like, just... I want to have a conversation that's, like, crazy and makes you have to think and... Yeah. You know? Like, I don't want to talk about just the day... Like, the I don't know. Just, like, small talk is, like, my worst nightmare. Yeah, water cooler talk. Yeah, it's (laughs) awful, dude. Like, I don't know how you can have the same conversation every day without eventually just being like, what the fuck are we doing? Yeah. Like, we know how this goes. We don't have to do this. It becomes part of culture, too. You go in, and it's like a fucking TV show. People are, like, talking about shit that characters talk about. It's awful. It's like scripted, bad scripted TV. Yeah, it's so bad. Yeah. How do you not feel like a fraud? When you're like, when you go into the same place every day and you say the same thing to the same person in the same tone, like what? Yeah. Fuck. Maybe that's why The Office was so sick because Steve Carell just shook it all up and all of them were so characters and it was everything that could go wrong went wrong and stepped over every line and like it made that mundane situation that most people are in so fucking funny yeah. it's like <laughs> yeah cause like when you're at if you're at work and something crazy happens you ever have the power to go out or whatever people mm-hmm. are like oh it's like some break in their thing yeah I'm it's always like fun like, 
Yeah, it's fun. I do it, but yeah. I get into it sometimes. But I'm yeah. also like, yeah, this is kind of strange that this is like. Fun. Dude, it's always fun <laughs> when like when something out of the ordinary happens. Yeah, and that's part of like part of the appeal of drugs. Yeah, like break this shit up, dude. I'm bored. Well, there's that the whole theory. It's like you gotta go out of your mind. You gotta go outside of your thinking so you can like venture into new territory and look down on yourself. You yeah. know, you always can self reflect. Perspective. You get... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like you almost have to go outside of it. Yeah. So it's psychedelic. I, I imagine just like sink into yourself. You know, we were talking like I don't know when it was, but about like how here's yourself. And, like, here's perspective, and over here is, like, just way too deep, the water cooler talk, the yeah. how about this weather bullshit, yeah. you know? Like, I don't know, like... Being balanced. Yeah. Yeah, What too much of one is... Dude, I don't know, man. Even sobriety is crazy. Like, you ever meet someone who's too sober, Gunnar? They've just never yeah. had any fun, yeah. and their just life is rules, and they're boxed in, and they just can't. They've never let loose to yeah. the point where they're out of control. Because you ever meet those people? Yeah, yeah. Those people are too high on soberness. Yeah. <laughs> Even being sober is a drug. Because how could you relate to fucking most people? You know, like most people are on some sort of drug. You know, like I imagine if you were just sober all the time, you would fucking hate a lot of things. Because a lot of shit doesn't make sense. It's like. It's art, you know? Yeah. It doesn't make fucking go sense. Cra- I'd go crazy. I have. Like, I tried being that guy for a long time because yeah. my mom, I tried being the sober guy and yeah. I did it. And But I was like a little angry inside because yeah. I just couldn't like, I couldn't relate to all the shit, you know? Like, and then once I did the drugs, I was like, okay, well like, you know, mellow drugs, you know? But yeah, I still yeah. could relate a little better. I was like, oh, okay, I understand. People are trying to live their life and heal and, and grow. And like, yeah. there's like, I understood that, you know, just from... Need some sort of thing, even if it's a bad experience, just so you can like reset. Yeah. And, you yeah. know, start with a fresh, like a clean slate. Yeah. You know. That's kind of what I felt like after when I do the float tanks. Yeah. Yeah, you did it with yeah. me, right? Yeah. yeah. I felt yeah, like. like yoga does that too. Yeah, there's a lot Meditating, of Meditating, like, yeah, there's plenty of things. Like, you don't necessarily need drugs for it, but. No. But drugs are everywhere. <laughs> Man, figure out which ones you can manage, and if you can do without them, I guess do without them. But definitely don't forget to remember that other people are trying to figure it out. Because definitely being too sober or rigid in your thinking can be problems, you know. Because I've seen people like that, and I've just like I'm like these people aren't bad, and you're angry at them. Like you think they're bad people. They're just yeah. trying to figure it out. They've yeah. got issues. Things are working on. Like people are self medicating. Like sometimes you gotta. It, things take time, you know. Not everyone's rides that, you know. Being sober is kind of rigid, but just we either. I guess at the end of this, we should just say whatever works for you, but be safe and conscious and understanding, you know. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Anything else? Sweet. Yeah.